0: Hey guys, Liam Duggan here, captain of the 4 Drive Podcast. We're driven by the Shelter Brewing Co. and are a part of Backchat Studios. You can support us on Patreon, where you can get bonus content and episodes before everybody else. Head to patreon.com forward slash the 4 Drive Podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Here we are, the 4 Drive Podcast, driven by Shelter Music by the Southern River Bend, Let It Ride. The 4 Drive Podcast on Instagram is where you'll find us. Jaden will get back to you on that. And all our episodes over on Backchats YouTube. Ronnie, second episode from the new digs, mate. How are you settling in here? Mate, I'm settling pretty good here. It's nice, isn't it? (laughs) We just turned that aircon off, which is the best performing aircon that I've ever been a part of. That is like my feet are freezing. It's about five metres away from me. We had it on for like three minutes over dinner mm-hmm. and it's just <laughs> it cooled it's, everything right down. It's best performing, but it's 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 not quiet about it's it. It's not is quiet, it? no, we had to turn it off because it's so loud. But it is a it's a great performer and just a, another part that adds value to this this wonderful space.
2: I know. I mean we, we did I try to quiet it down, but there was no batteries in the remote. That's yeah. so it doesn't
1: work, Jaden. <laughs> yeah. <Fuji> over here. <laughs> No batteries in the remote and it's water damaged. Can we um
0: <laughs> can we talk about the bidet in the Toilet yeah, the bathroom? Why oh, not? Why? There's a
1: bidet in the bathroom. Yeah, why is that? In one of our f- three bathrooms. Yeah. Not including s- the outdoor long drop. Boil oh, for oh, choice here. I've seen
2: one of them. Oh, long... Yeah, you did say... I thought you were joking about long nah, drop. No, it's nah. <laughs> long
0: drop out there. <laughs> that's it? that's a real life territory. long drop, mate. No. <laughs> 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 that's only for the four-wheel drive podcast crew. The rest of the back chat team use the uh, yeah, inside no. toilets. Well, yeah. They're yeah, not... And the bidet. They're ever, too good.
2: Have you ever used a bidet? I
0: have. No, I haven't.
1: You haven't? No. Have you? Don't recall. I've used one. I may have thought it was a drinking fountain once, but no. no I've used like a real fancy bidet. It's great. It's really good. <laughs> it's like a French thing, isn't it? Um, no, it's like a Japanese a bidet. thing. bidet. Oh. Could be French as well. As anyway. far as I know, it's a Japanese thing. Anyway, before, before, we, drive podcast, before we lose anyone, podcast. Uh, I just want to say thank you to our
0: Patreons. Uh, Been with us for a, for a week now. So thank you for the support uh, thank you and for much. tuning in. Get over to, uh, to back. Where do you find... Actually, how do you sign up for Patreon? I didn't really... Didn't really allude to So that. you can find us We're the 4 drive podcast
1: On Patreon On Patreon Okay Yeah so you can find us There'll be a link I'll put I'm a sure. link in the Instagram yeah. I will have put a link in the Instagram By the time yep. this episode comes out Cool um, And it'll be out And if you are a Patreon For this week, If you signed up After last episode Yep You would have found At the end of last episode There was a little bit of a Extended Episode Yeah yeah, was yeah, a, there was a, a bit like of stuff a, being revealed there. So there was yeah. a lot going on yeah. at the back end there, there.
2: It's between us and, and the yeah. patrons, so just just keep that there. Yeah, it, it was a lot. Was, I think a lot
1: was revealed there. Yeah, we're calling <laughs> it a campfire <laughs> chat. Okay, which is you know a little hang with us after the cameras yeah. get turned off. Get a bit deeper. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Something like that. We'll just open up. a little bit of extra content. Oof.
0: Oh, yeah, there it, it is. Ooh, we just had dinner. Well, actually, there will be a little bit yeah. of uh, My probably apologies. background noise here because we've just finished a big feed. So uh, <laughs> with our busy lives, we've had to um, <laughs> we've had to enter the, the studio late at night here and uh, bring this podcast to you, but we are refueled, switched on, ready to go, and I'm pretty keen. To have a look at our next new segment, which we brought in last week, the new car radar. Still rolling with the same name. If there's another name, please send it in. Yeah, give us some ideas. Give us some idea names. Get them thinking. Jaden played some ordinary tunes, which hopefully, we here he goes. He's searching for them again. Go through again. See what I want. I did like the ones I played last time. (laughs) Ronnie's got his own little Arcafella going on. Anyway, while you're trying to figure that out, the new car radar today that we are focusing on, the GWM Tank 500. Now, I only found out a couple of weeks ago, that there was a 500. I just thought there was a 300. Now I'm actually a little bit excited about this car.
2: It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's it's like the it's like a Chinese secret weapon. Made <laughs> its way go. to Australia. Oh, oh hang on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so a, the, that was a chip. The, the interesting thing about this vehicle is, uh, I actually think this is because some of the stats are going to read out in a second. Yep. It's actually quite exciting. I I think if they pull this off and it goes really well, which I don't see why it wouldn't, if it can prove itself to be reliable, like that's the main thing, right? Because that's the only thing people really question. I reckon it's going to uh, possibly make a few of those bigger companies a bit worried.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, I probably should have introed a little bit more to what the new car radar is. A couple of weeks ago, we had a, a, a podcast where we focused purely on on new, new cars, cars, sort of a couple of the more popular choices, if you will. We've decided to sort of layer in each episode uh, the new car radar, so that's why we are focusing on just one car at the start of an episode because uh, there's so many of them. Yes, before we get into our main topic, which today, uh, luckily enough, is the Vic High Country. So we'll we'll get your take on that later, but as we we move through the Tank 500, I just. Off looks straight away, Jaden disagrees with me, but I actually think it looks better than the 300 Series Land Cruiser. So it's a Prado rival, basically. That's the way it's been sort of, I suppose, promoted. It uh, looks very similar to the 300 Series Land Cruiser, and I actually think to the eye it actually looks nicer. It looks almost better. Yeah, you said, yeah. So you, <laughs> you're still liking the 300, but, I, yeah, I don't, there's something about it. It's yeah. a classy-looking car. Look, I don't really
2: like either shape, to be honest. yeah it's, it's uh, I don't know but it's not a bad looking car yeah there's worse car yeah. worse looking cars out there absolutely they've done a good job to make it look in that in that space you know like yep because um, what it's meant to rival somewhere between a Prado and
0: so, the size wise it fits between a Prado and a, a mm. 300 series so it's it's interesting I think the price will be much more affordable than those other two options mm. um It's got here 66, 490 drive away. They're yet to be released in Australia, but they've been approved. So they are approved to hit the roads. And I believe by about February or March, uh, which would be about now really, they were hoping to have them in showrooms uh, around Australia. So they're not far away. Um, And
2: they wouldn't be far away because, you know, like – the Chinese can build a hospital in two weeks. Yeah. We will take
0: 30 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they will be here quick. So it, it's, it's an interesting car. I mean, I, I think we, we ran over the numbers before, but 258 kilowatts, 615 newton metres of torque, they could be a little bit different. We're not exactly yeah. sure, but they're around those numbers. I think you found one at about 650. Which well, was a later... Uh, yeah, it's
2: 648. Uh, that's yeah. like the latest uh, information The, the latest have. specs, yep. yeah, Yeah. Uh, and the, what was it? two? I think it was roughly 200 kilowatts right. of, of power. Which yeah. is- and that was
0: out of the two-liter turbo petrol four-cylinder hybrid. Yes. Yeah, yep. which is interesting. So more for all that, what we've been talking about over previous episodes about the hybrid engines and all of that sort of stuff into this fancy-looking 300-like...
2: Yeah. And it's proper four-wheel drive. It has a dual-range transfer case, meaning it has high range and it has low range. Yep. Um, and on top of that, it's it's got the clearance. It's got a rear diff locker. It's this is like really they've come to that. the party. Yeah,
0: they're they here they're here to party. I should say. Yeah. So well, it'd be really interesting. Yeah, I'm keen to see how this goes. So it's it's going like, again. I'm, I'm bringing the looks to this because I don't know a lot about the car and, and what all that means, but. Inside looks like a genuine. It looks like a Rolls Royce. Like it, it is a clean finish in there. Yeah. If I spin this around, you I might haven't have seen actually these seen photos. the inside. Yeah, check those yeah. four photos out there. See, I'm not. I'm not used to that. That's that's just that doesn't look like something I'm going forward driving in. And no, n- and that is that probably, looks Lexus. Yeah, like. it's Lexus like it looks a bit like a Lexus from the outside. I my biggest worry is what is its actual capability off road? If you're buying it as an off road vehicle. What is its capability?
2: It, it'd be interesting, like the, the suspension and all that setup. it needs to be sort of test driven by someone who actually wants to off-road. Like I'd love to get my hands on one yep. and, and test drive it. But what you find with most of these car reviews, when they say off-road, they'll take it on a gravel road and they'll call that off-road. Yeah. And look, to a lot of people, majority of people who have a full-drive, yes, it is off-road, but it's not. Real off-road. So, if you want to really properly compare it, how is it going to go? Australian conditions, corrugations, yeah, um, rock steps, Yeah. all that kind of stuff. Can it do it? How will it go on, on the beach? Will it? Is the transmission prone to overheating? Is it not? Because even a Ford Ranger is prone to overheating.
0: Yep, yep, yeah. There's a, there's a bit to play out, obviously, but I think people should go and have a look at them because they're they're bloody nice. And and a lot of people were buying the 300 series not as a four-wheel drive off-road vehicle. so Yeah, and for, the
2: 300 series, which is almost twice the price.
0: Yeah, 100%. So that if that's what you are looking for, an off-road vehicle that you're probably spending most of your time on the bitumen in, yeah. it, it might be a pretty decent option. The one other thing I want to touch on, which I don't know if I've heard of before, uh, nine-speed automatic transmission. And nine-speed, are, are they not common? Well, normally, you go, you go
2: like six, eight, eight, yeah. ten. Nine. Nine. Yeah. I thought eight was a lucky number in Chinese. There you go. One better. <laughs> one some now. might say. Good Nixon
1: luck. Nissan have just Plus got one. a um, Pathfinder that's good nice speed. Yeah, Is okay. It? There you go. Mm.
0: Well, that might be... where, where It's a, Nissen, fifth, gen, where a Nissen,
1: fifth generation
0: Pathfinder. Are Nissan produced in China?
2: No. Oh, yeah, well, some will be produced in... I mean, it's a Japanese company. It's a Japanese brand, okay. I'm not actually sure where to be made, but... Yeah, you get some. It's like Toyota; they'll build uh, this, I think they build some cars in Japan. I think the 70 series and all the Land Cruisers are anything with a Land Cruiser badge is built in Japan, but the Hilux is built in Thailand.
0: Right. Uh, one other thing <coughs> before we move on from the tank, Jaden, you might be able to help me on this one. The is there an option to get the V6 petrol engine pe- petrol engine in a three liter mild hybrid? which I don't know what mild hybrid means, but... Are you asking in the 500? In the 500.
2: Is that... No, I'm pretty sure. No, that's only, that's only in China, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. So not in Australia. As far as I'm aware. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There might be more information coming out. Don't quote us on that then. But, but like, there's also as a, of this recording right yeah. now, n- no. Okay. Come
2: also on. the diesel option. There's a two point... It's two point oh, four. Right. Uh, there's a diesel option as well. That is also not going to be available in Australia straight away yeah
1: i think for australia it's just the two liter four cylinder yeah correct like the turbocharged petrol engine with the electric motor right
2: which is really interesting so they're bringing the the hybrid to australia and not the diesel and not the v6 petrol it's yeah it's it's quite interesting when you look at it that way um you know because it's more of a diesel market in australia yeah Mm.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, but it's, it's heading towards petrol a bit, isn't it? Like with the prices and wow, yeah.
0: especially the hybrids that are coming in. Just seeing a, another image now that it is like, tell me that's not a Prado. <laughs> that
2: looks like the 120 Prado yeah. from the back. That's so, that's so, looks like. wow.
0: Yeah. It looks like a tricked but, out
2: Fortuna. <laughs>
0: yeah. But anyway, <laughs> it it might be, it, it might be a little bit like uh a couple of those cars that we spoke about, you know, two weeks ago, that they, I think it might have its place in the market uh, a little bit, like a little bit more than what we probably thought of the Jimny five door. Yeah. I think this. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I, I reckon, and it's not just a, it's not a full drive market. It's going to buy it of it. These, It's like most Prado owners; they yep. don't buy it to go off road. They buy because of yeah, yep. comfort. Uh, but for the price, I mean,
0: it'll be hard to look past it. Yeah. So sixty six four ninety driveway is what we've got here. Um, I'm assuming that's probably excluding government charges and all that. So it may be $70,000 and I don't know well, how many different models there are. Yeah, drive away. It is drive-by.
1: drive away? Drive yeah, away. okay, cool. Allegedly. Yep. Like, once again, it's, like it's all new facts. It'll fluctuate right? right? a bit, yeah. But that's was, all kind of up. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting here. though. Like, when you go to Bali and you
2: jump in the vans they have there, some of the vans are exactly like the same vans we have here. The ones we have here have like fabric seats and they look pretty – Agricultural in the inside. Yep. You go over there; they look like a freaking Lexus on the inside. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, leather seats and gold trims and all this stuff. You're like, why don't we get all that stuff? Yeah, okay. you know, mm. they get some nice car, like nice interiors over there. So maybe it's not going to come out that way here. You reckon? Well, uh, but that's what that car reminds me of. Yeah, uh, it, it's it, it's just this really nice interior. So mm. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it look
1: yeah. The one, just to backtrack a bit, apparently Nissan, Nissan Japan, but they do have a Nissan Casting Australia plant in Dandenong South, Victoria. Oh, oh the really? Vicks. The only remaining one of its kind, apparently. Yeah, right. Manufacturer operated facility that makes parts for Nissan vehicles. So it doesn't manufacture them, uh, yeah. but it makes the parts. It's a casting plant. Sort but um, I would assume it's Japan that they made. That's a pretty good tick for Nissan if you need parts in Australia, isn't it? There you go. It's pretty big. It's pretty good. Mm. Considering Holden stopped making them, like, yeah, and producing stopped making vehicles, Ford have Ford stopped.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Pretty, pretty think a think big chat? tick for, for Nissan.
0: So, quickly back to the 500. Take yep. 500. Yes, no? I'm definitely curious to do a test drive for yep. sure. I'm a yes. I I like
2: it. I wouldn't blindly buy it, though.
0: Yeah, No. Nah, no. Nah.
2: Because, you know, like... I wasn't a fan of the 300, the Tank 300, the Tank 500. Look, it doesn't have its renowned reliability, but if it's around for five years and it's done really well and there's no been no real recalls and stuff, yep. well, heck, you know, it, it, it might be something that's worth looking at. Yep. Like as, as a full drive, but I think as a get-around card, I don't see why people wouldn't look at yeah. it.
1: Yes, no, Jordan. Mm. The price is kind of like... Turning me off a bit, up there a bit. Still, yet for it's you, it's just like Prado. Like if I was going to buy it, Prado versus um, Tank, I would go Prado purely yeah, based on Toyota's reputation and reliability. Yeah, what about in five years time if it's still
0: going? I strong? mean, if yeah, it's a bit like that's the thing. right? The way I see this one is a bit like Haval, how they've come into the market in the smaller SUVs. Mm. They're just as popular as anything else now. Maybe not as popular but they're pretty close like they're, they've got a pretty big stance on the market now so I'll, that's the way I look at this car potentially mm. going I'd love to test yeah. it I'd uh, love to test it that would be like the yeah. the thing
2: yeah that, that that I mean that would be the thing but there'd still be that doubt afterwards uh, and I mean uh, and I could put that back to give you a perfect example of that's going on right now it's that 72.8 right it's, it's I still have questions that need to be answered and that's mm. that's going to be the same thing for something else it's you're like can it? Can it? Can it? Yep. Can it? You're looking for a problem, and if you're if you're expecting something, you're going to be looking for it. And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's enough on the Tank 500. Let's get to the Vic High Country, mate. Now we're we're going over this because you've been there recently. Um, it's a very popular place for four wheel drive campers, overlanders to head, and I think I I assume again because I haven't been there that people need to be. Really prepared for a trip to the Vikai country if you are going to tackle some of the famous tracks uh, that they have in store over there. So, one hundred percent. Give us a little bit of a a brief rundown on, um, and and we'll go into a bit more detail, but sort of the, the overall feeling and, and what you had to do to prepare yourself for the Vikai country as a, as a solo vehicle.
2: Yeah, as a solo vehicle, um, there were definitely there were definitely things I was you know a bit cautious of uh, if something looked uh, a bit too gnarly or for example <clears throat> I'm sort of jumping to almost the end, end of my time in Vikar country we were going to do uh, Billy Go Bluff but we decided not to because solo vehicle for a start um, the clouds and the wind and the hail and the snow we had in the morning kind of put us off a bit because we knew that our track would then be slippery as heck yep we're by ourselves, and if Jono's on the camera, I'm driving. So, what happened early in the trip, which we, which we we'll get to soon, I did all that myself because Jono's job is the film. It's not his job to yeah. to get a car out of a situation, um, and then also you don't capture the, what's happening, and that's sometimes the best stuff you can get. And you know, you're always like, ah, come give me a hand, but it's like, nah, I, I can do this. I've got to do it. I'm I'm here on my
0: own. Yeah, but I'm not, but I am. Yeah, which it comes across that way when you watch the videos that you don't yeah. ever see Jono. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, obviously a camp night, there, I've got someone to talk to. Yeah,
0: <laughs> which, is, which is dull, <laughs> best of both worlds.
2: Yeah, that's it, that's it. Um, <clears throat> so, look, there were times we where like, nah, not doing that because single vehicle, too hard to recover, and I can't expect someone to run on that steep terrain to try and recover a car, you know, because that's a two-man job. You can't winch yourself in a situation on Billy Go Bluff. So, yeah, um, we didn't do that. Um, We did, however, take on uh, another river crossing, which I didn't think would be that difficult because the surprise was at the exit, not at the entry. I was all focused on the entry. That's where it was going to be difficult. But before that, I mean, Vicar Country... You really feel remote there, yep. but if you look on a map, you're actually really close. Yeah, but it's a bit deceptive because if you are forty k's from help, that forty k's is up, 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 up. You keep going up, and then you got switchbacks. You know, yeah. we're talking as a crow flies, but in reality, that forty k's is more like hundred k's. Yeah, uh,
0: and it's a slow, it's a slow hundred k's. Yeah, because you're either going up or down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, I'll go into a bit more detail on that river crossing soon, but the, the Troopy, how did it handle? Because it's not probably the first car you'd pick to take into the Vic High Country because of the harsh yeah. nature of some of the tracks, um, especially the ones that you personally would visit and, and people <laughs> that are like you um, with that sense of adventure. So how, how did it actually handle on a pretty serious sort of four-wheel drive uh, yeah. project?
2: Uh, I thought it handled really well, and if Billy Goat wasn't in a situation – because even if I had the 79 there or a lighter vehicle, I still wouldn't have done it because of the situation. Um, So that wouldn't have changed. That that had no impact on on that decision. The Troopy went really well. Now, it is definitely heavier than what I thought it was at at the time. Uh, I don't know the actual true weight of it, but I can tell – it is a bit heavy. You can just feel that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually thinking about uh, lightening it up a bit. Right. And I've only got one tie hanging off the back. There's room for more weight. You yeah, yeah. So it is a heavy car and it's tall. So when you get on those angles, it actually handles the angles really well, yep. considering. So it is well weighted, but it's definitely heavy on top. Um, so in that aspect, I thought it handled really well. And look, most vehicles can do Vicar Country without too much problem. But you really got to pick your line and you got to have your wits about you. You got to be on point. And there were, there was one occasion where I wasn't quite at my sharpest point and that was looking at a hill and going, ah, yeah, that's a point and shoot. i got 35s and big V8. Here yep. we go. And I, I was in second gear low. I should have been in first gear low and I probably would have made it up easy. Yeah. But I was in second gear and then I had to give it too much. And then I got to a point where all four wheels are sliding and I'm just skidding sideways across the other side of the track. And I was like, okay, let's, uh, let's swallow swallow my pride and yeah, do that again.
0: Yeah. Swallow, <laughs> swallow your pride was actually something that I came to mind for me because you to choose not to do Billy goes bluff. You would, that's what I was thinking. Just sometimes yeah. for, for, like from an advice sort of – this is what I'm sort of saying. Is you, you do need to swallow your pride. At times, if you just either one, it's not safe for yourself and and Jono, the, the passenger yeah. of the car, um, or you just you're not confident enough to do it. There's no there's no shame. Like yeah. we've said early on in the in the podcast, in in uh, much earlier episodes, there's no shame in saying I no.
2: don't want to do
0: that. Yeah, definitely, because
2: if you're not comfortable that's when things go wrong yeah because, you're not thinking straight yeah, yeah. and then you're a bit worried and then you you know you might not hit the clutch at the right time yep. and things like that so look it's quite amazing uh, a, a, a mate of mine um, uh, you're Luke from On Track Fabrication yep so <clears throat> he's driven some of the gnarliest shit that I've, I've seen right on like normal day to day track yep. like he'll put a he'll put a car through a situation it's like if I put my car there's going to be on the side but he had this Land Rover Defender that I had Really good flex. Yeah. And he ended up in a situation where, you know, he had to, he had to get recovered, but it was all good, you know. Um, that's what that car is for. But there has been occasions where, and I've adopted a bit of this, his mindset as well. He's got to a point, it's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that because I'm not 100% comfortable. Yeah. And I remember the first time he said that, um, I can't remember where I was like, wow, I'm actually surprised, you know. Um, the rest of us did it. He drove around it. And, but he was cool with it. We were cool with it. And it's it's been a few other occasions. I had a situation that was very similar and I found myself, see, I used to just push myself to do it. Yeah. And I'd end up in a situation usually. This time I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Just took it straight out of his book. Not yep. comfortable, not doing it. Yeah. So I watched my mate Trav go through first. I skipped on it. And then uh, my mate Jono, cameraman, he went through it. And yeah, whatever. Yeah. I didn't feel like i miss out on anything yeah yeah um, because we'd driven harder stuff it was just I just did feel comfortable yeah it, it's weird sometimes you just have that thought it's like
0: yeah mm. 100% I think that's that's great that you share that too because I reckon there'd be a few people that have got themselves into trouble that they would be listening to this because yeah the peer pressure they've just jumped yeah, in because yeah, everyone on. else has done it and um, but there you go even the best in Ronnie Dale said no to a track <laughs> before that his mates have which I always say no, so don't follow me. <laughs> you probably can do it. Have um, you ever been peer pressured into something?
1: Like on the four-wheel drive track?
0: Oh. I think everyone has. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah. Yeah, to a degree. Anything you've, like, regretted, like, hard? Uh, nah, nothing I've regretted too hard. I you know, tried a few things that you sort of you fail at, but it was never um, never because I felt unsafe. It was just that I didn't make it up or, yeah. you know, and it's kind of a little bit embarrassing, but it's also not, I had a crack. Um, but there's been definitely multiple times where I've said, no, nah, I'm not like, I'm pretty good to say, no, I'm not doing that because my confidence level obviously is not probably where your confidence level sits. Like a much it also, more in that beginner. Yeah, phase. a matter of day today as well. Yeah. Some, sometimes you can start a
2: trip and, and something just went wrong because it just went wrong. And pardon me, that was a jalapeno. Um, <laughs> pretty hot actually. <laughs> and, uh, once that situation happens, people often lose uh, – they, they get self-doubt. Yeah. It shatters their confidence. Um, in those situations, I, d- I do find that you need to get straight into something that's comfortable and just push yourself to do that. But yep. if it's something that – if something went wrong and you got the jitters, don't do something that's pretty gnarly, yeah. you know, just
0: – yeah. Yeah. we got a bit sidetracked there, <clears throat> but it's actually good advice for when you're talking about the Vic High Country, there's going to be times, I think, that you'll find yourself in those positions Especially if you're out there in the winter.
2: Especially if you're out there in the winter, but most of the tracks are shut. Yeah. And uh, I, we knew this was the case, but we didn't know the gravity of how many tracks were closed. Yep. But we found a pretty good map that, that you can use, but it wasn't accurate because it showed a way in that would have saved us quite a few kilometres. It would have saved us half a night of driving. Yep. Because we ended up driving right into the night because of this. And one of the tracks was closed, but it wasn't marked on the map as closed. And that was up near, what um, uh, was it, the, the
0: Hoffman or... Hoffman. Hoffman. Mount Hoffman. That's it. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. So past Hoffman, in between Dinner Plain, there's this track that goes down, but it's shut in winter. But on the map, it was open. Right. But because part of the track was open, they don't tell you where it was closed. Yeah, okay. So it was like, oh, okay. Find um, out. Yeah, yeah. But some... There's still some gnarly tracks that are there. But the thing is, when you're on a track in a Vicar country, you're, you're committed. Yeah. Because if you're so, going down, <laughs> you're going down. Yeah. And you're going up, well, that's the only way to go up. No and turnaround spots. Yeah, there's no yeah. turnaround spots. I mean, there are a few or far in between, but not on the track.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. So in terms of places that you've been, you've seen a lot of beautiful places, but it, is it as good as everyone says? Like everyone that goes there oh. says it's unbelievable. It, it is unbelievable. Yeah, right. Because... It's a place you don't expect to
2: experience in Australia. Yep. You know, and it, what makes it even more unique is if you had that exact same pocket in a European country, you still wouldn't have the gum trees. You wouldn't have yeah. the wildlife. You wouldn't have kangaroos. You wouldn't, you know. Yep. So it, it's, quite, it's quite incredible. It's definitely a very unique place on its own. And I think Victoria is really lucky to have that piece there and really lucky to have it not
0: developed all the way through. And that's yeah. Probably because of the... <laughs> yeah Because of the steepness of the terrain Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what um So what, what are some of the areas that you actually Like some names of places that you went to Or where would you enter into the Vic High Country Because it's a big like it's, yeah. a, it's a big area It, it is, covers a lot of the eastern side of Victoria really
2: Yeah yeah It, it is a massive area uh, The Crooked River Track was one of the tracks we did And we didn't release that on YouTube And I'll get to that in a bit But the Crooked River Track is kind of around that area That's where we were Yep I don't wow <laughs> wait <Well-wee. laughs> I t- <laughs> that, was a, that was a man beyond <laughs> um there was
1: sincere apologies
2: <laughs> the, oh, nice <laughs> the tracks we um, the, the the track that we did in between I don't know what it was called because we we had to go in a different way and we just drove in we camped somewhere it was Really beautiful. We've been up and down, and yeah. So we woke up in the morning and we we're like, okay, well, we want to get to Crook River, and this is the shortest way. Yep. Let's do that, and that just turned into this cool thing. Like we didn't expect any of that, um, but we just wanted to start the story there, yep. and and lucky we did because otherwise we'd be starting a story at a river, and then it just looks weird. All right, we're at a river, and we're going to cross this river. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, there's no context of why you're doing it. Oh, you're just doing that just to cross it. Yeah. Um. So. The track that we went down, that was going to take us to Crooker River the, the next day. Well, actually that night. To, yeah, that night we got to Crooker River. So we, we get down and then we can see there were two tyre tracks that had stopped. They didn't, they didn't continue and it looked a bit sloppy. It wouldn't look too bad. So I knew it was drivable just by looking at it. Yep. I, I was pretty confident. Still had the walker though. So I walked around and I could see the river and I could see, ah, that's why I stopped because they don't want to go in and there's a tree across there maybe they didn't have anything to cut the tree with Yep. i didn't have a chainsaw which is going to be car country pretty much unprepared um it's probably the one
0: thing you'd like in <clears> there <throat>
2: yeah yeah that's probably the probably the biggest biggest mistake yeah. really and i knew it straight away and that's why i called myself out you know straight away yep. no 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 On chainsaw your video? Yeah, yeah, I,
0: yeah
2: i made sure oh, that I yeah yeah, yeah I made yeah. sure yeah. cuz i was saying the whole way in John, you know who goes all the way to the big car country without a chainsaw? Yeah. And I, mean, you I think he looked at me and said, no words. <laughs> so anyway, we um, I assessed the situation. There was a big drop in. we saw, I sorted all that out, chopped the tree, looked at the exit. And the exit, yeah, it was a little bit squishy. I wasn't too a, a, alarmed about it. And this is something that I kind of got a bit of a lesson from. Yep. So there'd been a flood there two weeks before. And I don't normally deal with floods that hang around for a while. So normally floods up in the Pilbara, they're there, they're gone. Yep. Days later, it's all dry again, bone dry. So we go through all the motions, get everything set up. I get re- get the car ready, drive in. This is after clearing everything, checking everything's all good. Drive in, drive out the other side. Although I didn't exactly drive out the other side, I got completely bogged. You drove into the other side. I drove into the other side. And the more I drove backwards and forwards, the more I sank in. Yep. And sure enough, winch comes out. Do you want to put max tracks in? Because it was so sloppy at this stage now. The more I walked on it, the more the cart idled, the more it was sinking, the right. more, more the, it was started to cave in on the sides. Yep. And there was like fawn bushes everywhere. And I was in bare feet. And yeah, it was, it was challenging. Yeah. Uh, it was good fun in the end, but it was, it was challenging. I was pretty exhausted. Uh, managed to get it out eventually after winching for, it took four hours Jeez. from from clearing the track to driving it four hours. Was the car in
0: the water for, or was it out enough the other side that you were clear of the water? The
2: back of the car was in, in the water for long enough. Uh, I made sure that the hubs were above water. It wasn't exactly a deep river. The yep. entry was a little bit deep. Yep. But after that, I just wanted the hubs above water because if, if the hubs are sitting below the water, our water is going to eventually make it past the seal. Yep. It just gets in um, after time. So I made sure that every time I parked the car, the hubs were above water. Yep. Plus everything. Everything had a chance to cool down, so it wasn't like things were hot and yeah, sucking okay. in water. Yeah. Uh, I've got diff brevers, you know, all that. So that's all good. Um, so the problem was, though, it took so long to winch out because the whole ground was soaked. So even though it looked dry up there, it was still soaked underneath yep. because they had so much water there. Yeah. So finally got out, and um, after that, it was like, yeah, well – now I know every single time there's been a flood somewhere in Victoria or eastern states where it's quite wet, yep. um, wait a lot longer. Yeah, hangs around for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. it's a
0: pretty good. If you haven't seen that clip, go and have it. Well, the, the video is much quicker than the recovery obviously was, but yeah, yeah it's an interesting um, interesting recovery, especially Solo and Jono just standing behind the camera. <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's cool to see. I do, I do want to ask you quickly on the winch is do you have a winch rule about because you don't like, with it you don't want the winch to obviously overheat or or play up on you have you got like a 30 30 rule or is yeah. that just a, something I've heard as a myth
2: it's a 20 20 20-20 rule okay you can't go to 30 30 um, 2020 it's not just to stop the winch from overheating Yep. Uh, it's more so you you're aware like if you're not really moving, you've got more chances to assess it, yep. rather than just sitting there going yeah, yeah, because yep. that's when things can yeah. go wrong as well so twenty to, twenty yeah. so
0: 20 seconds on, twenty, 20 seconds, seconds off. off let the winch just
2: push. yeah, and more so your battery
0: and yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah the, the car battery, yeah
2: even though the alternator's powering everything, it struggles to keep the battery struggles to keep up yep. and and you'll wear the battery, so it's, it might not, it's not so much a case of right here right now, it's more like what about in a couple of weeks' time? You've yep. done a lot of winching. Yeah. All of a sudden, oh, i dropped the cell.
0: Yep. I wonder why, mate. You are bloody... <laughs> yeah, just banging it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Good little tip. Um, other places in the high country that must see?
2: Uh, the Crooker River track, I reckon, is a really awesome track. Now, the reason why I didn't release that as a video much to, you know, the guys really wanted to put it out there because it was a cool track, but it's like it didn't really have a story to it because you cross one river and then you're up on a bit of land, then you cross another river. It would have just been crossing a river, crossing a river, crossing yeah. a river, crossing a river. So instead I decided to do um, a video about education about crossing rivers. Yep. And part of that went in there just so we wouldn't just waste it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I might, we might put some short clips up or Jaden will post some clips of it so at least someone gets to enjoy a bit yeah, of it. Yeah, hard work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it, that's a really cool track because you cross a river – Twenty to twenty-five times. Yeah, right. Uh, shallow, deep, rocky, really steep
0: exits. So what was the river you got stuck in? Uh, that was the Dargo River. Ah, okay, so yeah, that's righto. before the Crooker. Yep, mm. right. Did you go to the Dargo Hotel? No, no, ah.
2: no. I, I didn't. I want to. I was going to save it for next time. Okay. And next time I go back, I want to do it so it's in a proper season. Yep. So I can actually
0: do more of the tracks. Yep. Like, there's a like Blue Rad Track and all that. Yeah, yeah what right. What about the huts? Yeah, that's the pretty famous yeah, part well, about the high country.
2: That was the biggest thing I was spewing about with the Billy Go Bluff. One, not doing Billy Go Bluff. We're not seeing the – because there's some huts on the – there's like two or three huts up the, when you get to the top of that region on your way out. Yep. Because you go out the other way. So we saw a couple of huts, but uh, the one I spent most time at was Snake Hut. Okay. Snake Creek. Black snake, black snake. There? No, no. We just we pulled up for a while and yep. just spent some time there, um, and then we we moved on. That was on our way black out. Snake, yeah, but right. it, it's awesome area, and I really want to be back there. We stay. We we're in the Vic High Country for three or four nights. Yeah, okay. I actually can't remember if it was three or four nights. Yep.
0: Yeah, And when you're thinking about preparing for the Vic High Country, what is something that you can leave the uh, the listeners and viewers with? In terms of we covered it a little bit with the Holland track. Yeah. You know, how set up you need to be and it wasn't very set up. Yeah. I'm going to um, say it's a different story for the high country. Bring a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good <laughs> – you should listen to yourself, mate.
2: Yeah. I would also bring a high lift jack. Okay. Um, yeah. I would bring – I'll change my mind on, on those on those uh, tools a bit. And I just think out there, they'll come in handy. Can yep. actually help you move a tree. If it's like yeah, a true. certain way you can't park your car on a track because of the – yep because you can't really turn your car around on the track. If there's yep. a tree across, high lift jack might actually be helpful because you can walk off the side and attach to another tree and it might, yep. might be enough just to
0: pull yeah. something out of the way. Yeah, a bit of dual use.
2: Yeah, a bit of dual use. And if you end up in a situation like I was, it could have been handy to jack it up and then put the max tracks under yep. all four wheels and then get a better yeah, okay. leapfrog yep. thing rather than winching for two to three hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, uh always you got to have enough water and stuff but i think spare parts driveline parts is probably not a bad idea yeah is and that
0: because of the harsh terrain
2: just more so because you're going up something and and some of the tracks they're quite wild i would say yeah so if you're not careful and say you you're like oh shit i don't want to roll back because it's pretty daunting some of the some of the vision in your mirror because yep. it's just it's so steep. straight down. you might just put your foot down too hard or you're giving it too much and that's where you could possibly bust the cv or or, or yep. something you know so i think drive like like an axle you know i think if you have if you have those parts already i wouldn't go out and buy an axle but if you have some of those things yeah okay i would definitely bring that yeah and then just nuts and bolts just you it's kind of like a harsh environment. You're putting a your vehicle through a hard time because you're going up and you're going down. Now, brake pads, if you're going to spend some time out there and you are got an automatic, I'll definitely bring brake pads. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: And you touched on water just briefly there. So food, water, fuel, uh, how accessible is town, towns, little communities? I don't know what there is out yeah. there exactly, but are you sort of – remote enough that you need to bring in extra fuel and water and, and food, or is it not that remote?
2: It doesn't look that remote on a map, but again, 20Ks is not 20Ks. Yeah, okay. Um, so it's it's winding and a lot of it you probably wouldn't even want to walk, you know. Yep. Uh, even walking down some of these hills, you know, the the common phrase is if you can't walk it, you shouldn't drive it. Yep. And some of those hills are actually difficult to walk. Yeah, you know? right. They're that steep. Like it may not be that steep the whole way up. There's like sections where it'll, you know. Yeah. And those
0: are the problem sections. Yeah, okay. Yep. It, it, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I'm spewing it on Victorian and I can't actually help out on the Vic High Country chat. Like that's frustrating me. But- We'll, we'll, we'll have to go there, mate. Yeah, I know. I know. I need to. I've got plenty of friends and family that- have been from up the there top. and yeah, the heck with that thing. <laughs> that is one thing I want to touch on. So, the, obviously, the altitude in the high country is sort of unrivaled. Or, Kosciuszko is the tallest mountain, which is on the New South Wales yeah. side. But it's you know, there's ski resorts and up there. This is what we're sort of it, like you say, it's different to anything else in Australia that, um, you know, over here or anywhere Queensland can offer. It's yeah, it, you know, there's totally snow different. fields up there, but that's one thing I wanted to touch on. And you may not know, and I don't really know, all I know is that Vic weather is unpredictable. Uh, At the best of times. Yes. So I'm assuming in the high country, it can be really, really unpredictable. So when we talk about preparation, I'm assuming you need to be ready for all seasons up there.
2: you got to be ready for every single season up yep. there. Like, it was October, man, and
0: it was snowing. Oh, you had snow. Yeah, we had oh, sleet, right. we had snow. Um, I was, that's why I was interested to hear that some of the tracks were closed, because I just would have thought that it would cleared up by then. Yeah,
2: but. oh, that's just seasonal, so... We were, because right. we went back to get the car from the Sydney show and Adelaide it just show. just about snowing in Sydney that first day, <laughs> mind you. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's bloody cold, you know. Um, it just, it, it was snow, man. And, yeah. and like the next day we could see like, um, we could see a cross where it's kind of towards um, Hotham. Yep. And just all white, man. Yeah, it was, right. just, it was How cool that. Yeah, it was snow. It was like oh, it's glaciers. It was, you know, it was just snow caps. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was right. cool. Yeah, it was like wow. It's it's October.
0: Yeah, that is. That's what bizarre. is going I actually on? Actually
2: know that. Yeah. yeah, and and the wind is ferocious yeah, at those okay. altitudes as well. It is nowhere that's to hide. Right. But in the valley, it's so still. Yeah, it actually felt a bit humid during the day in the valleys. Yeah, right. Eh? Especially Crooked River because you're mainly in the valley. Yep. It almost felt like Queensland. On a mild day, right? Yeah, I was shorts and t-shirt and fongs. The water was so cold, but you know, it it felt warm. But then, as soon as the the sun sort of drops, which early because of the you know the altitude yeah. of the you know of, of the mountains blocking the, the yeah. sunlight, yeah. it it plummets pretty quick.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I was, that's actually what I was thinking about when you said that it was actually like wetter underneath and it just just didn't sort of give up. It wouldn't yeah. get a lot of sunlight in some of those areas because no, of the tree didn't. cover and the hill cover and yeah. um, it could get quite dark quite Maybe, quick.
2: Like imagine winter, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be a long day. Um, what was I going to touch on? Oh, no, I was just going to say be prepared for the weather. Uh, make sure you, you sort of know what's coming there. The uh, other, yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, you're all
2: right. We actually, uh, we camped on this massive um, grass plain And it was towards the uh, southern end of um, Crook River. So listeners from Victoria who've been there, the uh, big big high country, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. Massive grass area. It used to be an old town site there. I just can't remember what it is. Grant, town of Grant or something. Um, Town of Grant. We we, we were parked there and all of a sudden – this is, this, is, this is that snow event that happened. So where we were, it didn't snow on us there, but it, it, the wind just came through and we actually held onto the awning because it, it was going to rip the awning, like the mounting brackets off. It was that oh, yeah. ferocious, the wind. And the, the, the rooftop was copping it as well. It was like, wow, we had to shut the doors and we, just, we were satched holding onto this thing and freezing. And then once we packed up afterwards and drove up, that's where all the snow was. So yeah, the snow right. felt at a higher altitude. Um, but down – yeah, so really unpredictable because it wasn't supposed
0: to. Wow. It just – out of nowhere. Yeah, crazy. It'd be cool to see though. Mm, sorry, uh, were, were you – No, no, I was just going to ask because there's obviously all the tracks, a few of them you've mentioned like the Blue Rag, Billy Goat Bluff, um, Inji Goodby track. I don't know how to say that. Very difficult in brackets from Jaden. Very difficult. <laughs> Basalt track. There's all these tracks that the Vic High Country is famous for. Yeah. How again it was I said this in the Holland Holland track episode, like what sort of can I can I do it in a forester kind of thing? Or can, if I had the new tank five hundred um not kitted out at all, sort of a city cruiser, am I taking that into the Vikai Country and still been able to see enough of it to enjoy it? Or are you sort of needing a pretty capable four wheel drive to reach the areas you need to get to?
2: The Vic High country is is no joke, that's for sure. Okay. Um I wouldn't take a Forrester, say, the tracks that we did. Yeah. No, you need a proper four-wheel drive. Yeah. Uh, the Tank 500, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like a proper 4 drive, but unless you've got some protection on the front and the back because those bumpers hang quite low. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't take a brand-new 300 through um, the Crooked River track either. Righto. Because I'll actually be nervous about ripping one of the bumpers off. Yeah. Because some of those uh, climbs out and drop-ins in, they're quite severe. So you have to be fully committed and you're lifting wheels and all kinds of stuff going up some of them. Yeah. And we're actually tracking one guy who had done his sump or something because we saw oil. It's a sump. Uh, his, his oil sump. Oh, right. We thought it was his diffs, uh, but it was actually his um, engine sump. Oh, okay. So someone was towing him through all that stuff. That would have been a sight to see. So he, <laughs> he'd obviously smashed his um, – it was on a Triton, by the way. Uh, yeah Ruins the and flavor Disappointing time. He would have smashed it On a rock somewhere And then Could have happened to anyone Yeah it could have happened to anyone Any car And the, He was getting Basically skull dragged out Because they couldn't run the car Wow Yeah What, what was Talon Do you know uh, Don't know But it was a, I think tri-ton. like a Must 100 a series or, oh. I think it was a 100 series Or something oh, oh, there you I go. think um, Because we spoke to the guys At that big grass area just got A couple of guys camped up And um uh, when, when we drove out we had to drive past them again and he was having a bit of a chat and he was saying because there was a car trailer. We passed the car, car trailer one of the nights heading down to Crooker River because yep. you, you, you go on a road a bit and then we caught up to like a – no, no, they caught up to us because <laughs> Jono hopped out to get a shot of me driving down and then all these cars came past and one of them was a car trailer. Right. So that was there to pick up that guy. Yeah, right. yeah. But we didn't see his oil marks until the next day because he'd done a Crooker River. <laughs> and you can't get a car trailer down the other end, so they would have had to drag him through all the way. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's impressive.
0: So um, it's yeah, yeah, crazy tracks. Well, I, I sort of because I know you can reach the, you can reach all the ski resorts. Oh in, yes, in yeah. normal they're they mm. bitch miles. I'm going to take a bit of a stab here, but I feel like in those areas, I don't know. why I'm looking at you because you probably. You're from Newman. You're probably the furthest away from uh, the Vic High Country that any of us are. But quite possibly, <laughs> yeah. there's um, um, it's yep. a ho- it's, there's high country over there, but it just never snows. I, I think you can be pulled over and checked in the winter, maybe. And if you are not carrying chains, chains you can be fined. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yep. Yes. Yeah.
2: One hundred percent correct. So they and that's that's on the bitumen too. So. Yeah.
0: So that that's uh, yeah obviously for. You Know where you'd be mad to be in any yeah. snow without them, but um,
2: yeah. $350 or more. There you go. Yeah, it's not per wheel, or is it just that's blanket fine? Must just be blanket fine, blanket fine. Yeah, right. yeah it's more in WA's per wheel if you're on a road that's closed. Anyway,
1: there you go. <laughs> in WA, if you're not carrying snow chains, you get fined five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, like if you're on a road that's
2: closed, <laughs> <It's fucking> ridiculous.
0: <laughs> if you're on you a road that's time. closed, you
2: know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they charge you per tyre. So on if you, if you go, It's like a thousand. I think it's a thousand dollars per tyre. On
0: a road that's closed.
2: Yeah. So if you've got like a, a truck, you know. Yeah. But if the road that's is huge. closed while you you're on a... You're probably riding a, 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 a unicycle or something. Well, it's like like she's yeah. riding actually riding. more than a thousand dollars tyre actually. But Far out. Um, I didn't know that. It's at least a thousand. Fair enough. Um, anyway, side so track there. Yeah, so there are... They still have those uh, wooden things, the inspection bays where they would,
0: uh, would yeah. check for that. But yeah, it was okay. all new to me. Like i would try them yeah, through yeah. going, oh, cool. It's like a,
2: yeah, a change. I'll oh, be sick off road.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So there's a plan to go back though?
2: 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um High Country has always been there on the list. It's been way above Cape York and things like that. Yeah, right. Um, and Yeah. That's, that's always – and I want to go back again. Yep. I've, we've tried multiple times. It's just every time we go, it's just floods and then we're literally getting chased – last time we were getting chased by the flood out yep. out of the state.
1: Um, so.
0: Yeah, righto. What, what about you, Jaden? you got any aspirations for the high country?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, It's like, like you said earlier, it's the furthest thing away from Newman. Like, yeah. It yeah. would be
2: – Your 76 would love it, mate. It would too. Would love it. I could see you there climbing up I can, and down. I
1: can see me there climbing too. Yeah, like yeah. I would love go. to Yeah I'd love it Just the views I would Especially after watching your video it, it's, um, it's so the cool The views Insane Oh yeah I do movie, love man. a bit of snow Yeah the
0: views Having not Grown up with any snow Yeah yeah It's yeah. cool to see I would, I would absolutely Love to do that Well I'm with you I'll make fun of you But I Grew up on the other side Of Victoria And not that far away Because Victoria's only small But Never really Sort of Yeah Haven't even sort of Scraped the surface Of the high country So Maybe we can make that. It's mate, talked about it's, a lot. It's
2: auto country, mate. You'll love it. Like yeah. the, no, the auto going uphill yeah. would
0: absolutely love it. Yeah,
2: yeah. And The manuals downhill college.
0: would love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I reckon that, that's about <laughs> probably enough on the high country. I might – maybe just some, some final thoughts, uh, any tips, words of advice or just give yeah. us some encouragement to get out there and, and check it out because that's what I – you know, yeah. I think people need to go and have a look at this because, like you say, it's such a different experience. It,
2: it definitely is. It, it's awesome, and I reckon it'll be a great experience to bring like a like have like a bit of a convoy out there. Yeah. But if we're gonna like, I remember last time we spoke about the Holland track. I think you asked what the ideal convoy would be. I would say here, not twelve cars. No, no No, nah, that that would be. That you'd would be
0: there great. all day just tackling my yeah, track, yeah. wouldn't you? Because you wouldn't. You'd have to leave so much distance between each car. Yeah. That would be a shit time. Yeah, uh,
2: That would be a real shit time. <laughs> I think four. Okay. four's the magic number. Yeah. four's the magic number. I like it.
1: What were the
0: questions that I asked to the, like I did a bit of a wrap up. Oh yeah. That's right. Uh, time of year, perfect time of year to go to the high country.
2: Oh, I'd say just before or just after they close the yep. tracks because you're going to have less people there and yeah. Um, you can go while it's closed like I did, but you're limited to what you can do.
0: Yeah. still good though. Another question was the convoy number. So four is the magic number here. Yeah, definitely. Four. And then I asked also about the the new car radar, car in the spotlight, which is now the Tank 500, which you sort of said... Mm. Look, you could
2: take any car to the Vicar country, but to yeah, do to like the four-wheel yeah. drive tracks and to do the, the, the particular route that I did. Yeah. Uh, or any of the other tracks that are labeled as four-wheel drive and high clearance, nah, yep. just a four-wheel drive. Like you've got to have a 4 drive yep. with proper tires to easily slash tires there. Yeah. Okay. And and like, this is big wheel country, not because you've got to have it, but the bigger the, the, the wheel you have, the more of a footprint of the tire you can have, yep. which, you know, just way more potential traction and
0: way less of tires spinning and breaking something, yep. you know? Oh, actually one last, I think there was another question that I asked on that, but I can't remember, but or do you remember, Jaden? No. No. Okay. No. Final Last question week's on episode, it. mate. Yeah. So, yeah. Short-term memory loss. <laughs> uh, what tire pressures were you running uh, for, for a majority of the time? Like, what was your sort of ideal I think pressure? It was,
2: I think it was 20.
0: Okay. It was, yeah, it was
2: in the range of 20 to 25. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hindsight, oh, I wouldn't really change it much, but perhaps – you you could go as low as eighteen. Just go take it. It's all slow yep. driving anyway. It's really slow driving yep. anyway. And if you think you're you're in a gear that's too low going down, you're not. Yeah, okay. You know, you're going down something. Just leave it in first. You don't touch in. that clutch. Yep. Yeah, And autos flick it over to that manual mode so you can control the descent. Yep. And uh, hill descent's not going to
0: help you out here. I don't care how good it is yep hill descent sucks good intel too big a hill out there <laughs> in the high country alright well I think that's a bit of a wrap on the high country then good little insight obviously we're never going to be able to do it justice just talking about it sitting here um, yeah. so you're going to have to get out there and have a look yourself yep be prepared be prepared for the weather um, and make sure you're not looking at your maps as the crow flies because there's a bit more driving to do than that there is what, what might seem like a two day drive is going to be a three day drive yep And uh, get over to Victoria. You guys will love it. Yes. Or if you're already there, lucky bastards. All right. (laughs) Let's get to Around the Fire Pit, Jaden. I'm going to hand it over to you, mate. For those that are joining us for the first time, Around the Fire Pit, I reiterate, is questions from the viewers, listeners, send them in to us. Uh, The 4 drive podcast on Instagram is where Jaden will see them. You can also send them to uh, Backchat's YouTube. Our videos are over there. But Jaden, what have you got, mate, for us? I'm going to shut the laptop and hand over to you, mate. We are setting
1: up a phone line as well. I know we've been saying that for the past like,
0: yeah, month or two yeah. or three. I'm not sure.
1: Since last year. Yep. <laughs> but it's um, right.
0: I mean, yeah, it's coming. It it's is coming. coming. Yeah, well, it is coming. We've been, just got there's busy. a lot going on
1: with this new studio and been stuff. Been so busy. it's coming. Can we have a phone on the table, like a red phone? A red phone on the table. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking
0: of red phone, have you guys watched Boy Swallows Universe?
1: No. 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 I read the
0: book. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, great show! I haven't read the book, but the show is really good. Is it good? Yeah. yeah, right. I recommend it. Yeah, it's just it's got um, the red phone. Who's the bloke from Vikings in it? Yeah, he's uh, in it. He's yep. got a Travis he's got a Fibble. mullet that I want. Yeah, he yeah plays a part really well. Actually, met um, Travis Fimmel once. Ragnar, I'm big big Vikings fan, so yeah, it was pretty cool to meet him. Good fella. Yeah. From where, um, where did you meet him? I met him uh, through mutual friends, kind of thing. So yeah, I met him actually on a I went out on a little boat cruise. There was a big sort of crew And he was He oh, was cool. on board Yeah um, He's Yeah He's from over Victoria Way Yeah he's Did you
2: have to stop Chicago. him From raiding any other
0: ships Or Yeah well That was Yeah I was actually didn't really Think of that at the time It's <laughs> good by <laughs> <laughs> Yeah actually That's a bit yeah, oh, there cool, the dad That's dad a bit of your ancestry Isn't it I love it <laughs> You connected yeah. to Ragnar Lothbrok uh, I don't know Maybe You got the look, <laughs> <I was laughs> like, the
1: look. You might yeah. actually be his brother <laughs> The look And the The license plates Yeah true You got any Viking tattoos
2: no, and uh, that's my regret with the current ones I have. I've been wanting to cover them up for ages or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm like one of the biggest sceptics you'll probably meet. And um, I had a few beers one night and decided to get a tourist tattooed on my arm. And a Taurus Yeah and then when I was uh,
0: Not a tortoise A
2: Taurus When I was sort of like uh, ah. Talking you know Talking down about horoscopes and stuff I was like mate They'll just make it So it all fits you know And and then like Old mate pops around the corner He goes yeah Says the one with the uh, Taurus Tapping yeah. in his arm And I'm like Yeah you got <laughs> me there I'll just sit here and Shut up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can't say much, can you? Yeah. No. I don't know any tattooists. Anyway. No. Yeah, you yeah. do. You do. So- uh, This question from-
2: How about when we're there, then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll inquire. Because I have inquired, but I haven't found anyone who wants to take on the covering. Show show your tattoo? Oh. No. I? Am I allowed to flex my arm same time? Bang, <laughs> little mate. Little bigger?
1: <laughs> Get a wider lens? Yeah.
2: It's Jeez. pretty old. Yeah. 18.
1: Oh, 18. 19. You were 18 and 19 when you got it? Yeah. or Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. From 1918. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Ragnar's <laughs> brother. <laughs> All right, this question from Jaden Gadischke.
2: How did we get to where we talked about? It? Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: honestly. <laughs> off track. Why haven't Toyotas widened the rear wheels on the net Great 70s? Right question.
0: Jadon.
2: Okay, so, so to understand that, you got to understand why they didn't uh, do it at the start. I widened the front at the start. So the rear has never changed. The front changed because the VA came out and it wouldn't fit inside um, the vehicle. And they could no longer release the 70 series with the current motor they had at the time, which was the 4.2 diesel, because that didn't uh, meet emissions. And they had an engine at the moment in the 200 series that would work. So they didn't have to design anything. So they took a turbo off that one, whacked it into the and released it uh, to the mines because the mines were screaming for a car like that uh for the continuation of it so that's how that happened and they didn't uh, widen the back because they did it for the mines for
0: my understanding that's what i was told by uh, a toyota engineer that was a uh i was just i was sort of marveling at your work there that was just i was smiling at you just go for that then you oh, took a breath yeah and then you kept going a bit more yeah, 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 that was just like your bread and butter right there. It <laughs> was awesome. Although like, if you'd cut that up some way, there's just like da 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 A bit A of poetry. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Wow. <laughs> well done. Beautiful. I told you, he knows well, his shit. Thank you.
1: Roses the red. Jaden Jaden, thanks you. Yeah. Uh Joe Pets. Hey legends, got a question for around the fire pit. Do you guys know much about the Ford Ranger Wild Track X model being required to have an AdBlue blue feature for emissions? Do you know? No.
0: Permission it, to open laptop? Uh sure, yeah, go for it. I've got this. Oh, do you, oh. If shut, you don't know it. Shutting laptop. I don't know. It. No, do Is not? this is this the new model?
2: Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I I'm not sure.
0: So
1: basically, the two diesel engine's been upgraded and it has to meet stricter euro six emission standards which means it has to require like it requires the use of AdBlue, which is the switch that cuts the output from whatever it is to 150 kilowatts and 500 newton meters which is four kilowatts down on the normal bi-turbo engine that the ranger has okay so to meet the euro six emission standards it's had to install this AdBlue switch, which basically reduces its power and torque.
2: Interesting. I didn't actually know how AdBlue worked until you explained that. That's really interesting. So it sucks the power out. Does it have a DPF as well?
1: Um, Can't say anything about DPF. I would assume so. Yeah,
2: so would I. So like,
1: yeah, because I thought
2: you ever had one or the other, but I think nowadays they got, some cars got both, eh?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Hmm. I can't see anything about a DPF, but I, you'd have to assume that it has it. So, and I, if it's a switch that turns it on and off, yeah, it's an interesting question.
2: It is, and I wonder what happens if you don't put add blue in it. What, what does it do? Does it does it go?
0: Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> so do you have to add add blue every time? I think I think you do. You put, like fill it directly to the tank, or I don't even know what it. No, nah, it it's got a separate, separate tank. I'm pretty it sure. Does.
2: Yeah, and then. I don't think you, you fill it up with every tank. I'm not actually sure. It just sure. sits there and... Yeah, like, yeah okay. Because I'd
0: assume that a lot of places wouldn't have AdBlue. No, I've, go there, really. right? I've heard of it, but I didn't actually know what, it, what its operation was. Yeah. Mm.
1: So it's, uh, it's fitted to the... It's used in the catalytic converter fitted to the exhaust system of your, yeah, right. of your diesel car. And it's injected into the, the gases that come out of the exhaust. Yeah, so it converts um, so
0: nitrogen oxide emissions in the exhaust gas of diesel engines into nitrogen and water. Yep Mm. That's exactly it So it wouldn't go in your fuel tank Because that
1: wouldn't make any sense Yeah So it only burns it through the exhaust Exhaust, there you go So the high temperatures of the exhaust Combined with the Ab Blue help to break that down Uh, (laughs) Oh Interesting Very interesting We learn We learn And we love to learn here at the 4 Drive podcast Learn something new every day Oh, here's one Bailey Opperman Are you going to tour the lesser known spots of Vic? Probably for both of you. Yeah. Any plans on touring the lesser-known spots of Victoria?
2: Point, point us in the direction. <clears throat> I don't.
0: Oh, I yeah. don't know them because yeah, they're so yet. unknown. I yeah, don't know no. Them. I'd I'd love to. I don't know what is oh, less. Is, is lesser known? Uh, Otway is pretty well known. Yeah, Great Ocean Road. Otway is very well known. Um, still, would recommend. Like I haven't done a lot of, especially I haven't done much camping at all down there. Um, but awesome part of the world yeah. like some of the most beautiful beaches that you can get and scenery and um yeah every, everything down yeah. there so can i
2: can i ask you a question
1: yeah okay, okay.
2: it's
0: a reverse question
2: uh so we were looking uh to try and get from victoria to new south wales uh via the coast yep so I did some extensive looking on Google Earth and stuff and I found that you can get down to this bottom, This so you follow the border down in a diagonal line and if you follow then that beach down, because it's quite rocky, you follow that down and then it curves around. So you can drive, up, uh, drive across and then, which is east, and then drive north up the coast. Is that possible? Because... We were, we were going to do it, but um, because it had a lot of rain, it prevented us from doing that. Right. So we're actually going to do that over the Vic because we, we kind of knew that half Vic was closed because of the time we went. So we were going to do that instead because I was like, cool, that will be awesome to, to just do that. Yep. Um, but then because of the amount of rain, there was a river mouth there and, I, and you have to cross that river mouth and I figured that that's going to be flowing like mad. So we're not going to get across there. So we ended up going to Vic High Country. Yeah, okay So you want to
0: Are you talking like off-roading Yeah Getting through Yeah, I wouldn't know I'd See, my trip this year was Via the road But we got to the Somalacoota Which is kind of like the last town uh, Right on the eastern point of Victoria Just before the border into New South Wales Yeah Okay. And it's kind of like a uh, dead end town like it's a, a beautiful spot it's not a, not a dead end town at all and what the dead end sort of town means but you can't sort of go any further past Malacoota Okay, anywhere um, so my, I don't know much about travelling off road through those areas I'm sure there is because you you drive that road um, like from Melbourne all the way across to Mallacoota like just cut straight through basically you sort of dip down a little bit yeah. come back up to Mallacoota that whole like coastline south of there talking like Lakes Entrance sort of area is like some of the more beautiful places that Victoria have to offer. And that's, again, not being there. Jeez, it's sad, isn't it? I just haven't been to so many places in Victoria that are awesome.
1: But they Uh, say that- Your
0: career's taken you over here. Yeah, Yeah. so my four-wheel drive journey did start over here. But that that part of Victoria is meant to be just sublime, like top of the table stuff. Um, But the way I think about Victoria is it's not like you're not going on the Holland track for 300 Ks and sitting on the dirt the whole time and not coming across another town. It's sort of you're on the highway and you choose to shoot off into the high country or um, yeah. shoot down the track to, to Lake Sandwich. And because Victoria is so small, it's a lot of it is bitumized, but like you've got all those high country tracks and um, heaps of, even where I'm from, there's shitloads loads of, four wheel driving options and camping options around yeah, cool. the Wombat State Forest and all you know is everywhere it's, it's so accessible in Victoria because it's you actually can get everywhere and then just take the track in yeah so it's like it's road then just take the track in there anywhere you want to go so what what, what so I saw ca- camping's never far then No, nah, camping's never far away never far away so I, I reckon to answer your question in a really wide lens answer but it's you're on the highway and you're you hit the dirt, you take off, you go down to a beautiful campsite down near the beach or into the you know high country, whatever it is. You come back out to the road, you hit the highway again, you go north into New South Wales. You do the same thing through the lower parts of New South Wales, which is mind okay. blowing as well through yeah, there. Yeah. So I don't know how, you probably can. Someone. yeah, I'll show you know. the map after. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure yeah. You have, you'd have to be able to, but I, I just don't know that side of it. Yeah. Cool. Um, Anyone knows Let yeah, us know Yeah please do But some of the other Lesser known parts I mean The Grampins are really well known They're, That's a pretty cool area To go camping um, Check out that It's a That's a That's sort of
2: west Of the high country Is that correct?
0: Uh, it's west of So It's pretty much Where the high country Is in the east Grampins are In the yeah, west So It's, a, it's yeah. sort of uh, It must be about Three hours from Melbourne I'd say yep. um, Yeah So that that's a pretty cool area But You know I haven't done a lot Of the north West of um, Victoria But there's some uh, Yeah There's some the, the, What's it called It's a little desert up there um, That a looks like Little sandy a pretty, desert Little sandy desert maybe Yeah It looks pretty cool So there's That's probably one Lesser known area That, that people Would know to get to And then you've got The Murray River Yeah You go and pick any spot On the Murray And um, there's plenty Of stuff to do out there So Yeah Yeah I Actually I'm, It's a really sad episode For me Because I'm spewing That I can't answer That many questions On Victoria Sorry, Where I'm man. from Sorry, that's all right. Uh, that just gives well, me I a task it, to get it, out there and have yeah. a look.
1: Motivation makes, makes
2: you want to go there, mate. It does. It, 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 it would, does. Yeah,
1: which is great because yeah. it's motivating you.
0: Yeah, that's it. If it's hopefully motivating, it's motivating me, other it's motivating other people. Someone else. That's the whole point. Is and to if get you are it, living yeah. in Victoria, yeah, get out and have a look around it. Because yeah, I didn't, and now yeah, I want to go back and do it. I
2: definitely want to go back because I I might have seen point one percent of it. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you've seen a pretty good part, though, mate. What I saw was was mind blowing. cool. Yeah. The Otway is like you say, that is very well known, but that is like, I I know everyone says the beaches over here are so good. I always challenge that with the beaches down on the Great Ocean Road. Yeah? Are just as oh, well. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I love Ocean them. Road, yeah. yeah, so there
1: you go. Hmm. I have just been doing a bit of research on this AdBlue system. <laughs> Loving it. It's, it's interesting. So you can delete it. There's an AdBlue delete kind of like, is it delete control alt? It? It's, a, it's a mod like it's a modification to your whatever it is that will delete the warnings, the notifications, all that kind of stuff. And the so when the ad blue tank, when the when it detects that like there's not a lot of ad blue in the tank, it will severely limit your engine power, oh, which wow. causes trouble for whoever's driving it, right? Is that just in the new Ranger or is that no? So this is just ad blue itself, it? like yeah, any exactly. car that has ad blue in it, um, this so will do like it. So, punishment. Punishment. Wow. engine speed engine load, all this kind of stuff. It'll take it off. Um, so in your question earlier, the AdBlue tank is literally right next to the, you know, where you take the cap off your fuel tank. It's right yeah. next to that. Yeah. Right. Um, Are they on buses and stuff? Potentially. Yeah. Trucks. Trucks. Yeah. yeah okay. So if the AdBlue tank is empty, you can't turn your car on until you fill that <laughs> tank, fill it up with AdBlue. Are you serious? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm serious. Oh, Sorry, I almost right. said no if, there. What
2: if you're We're in the to. bloody, um, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere?
1: Yeah, I mean, like there's a, it looks like on the car Get there's a percentage, like, like your fuel tank reader, when it goes to empty, your AdBlue has a similar thing where it's like percentage left.
2: Another thing to worry about.
1: Which is another thing to worry about, yes. But, so apparently you can clog your injectors. Um, degradation of it begins at about 60 degrees Celsius, which isn't, isn't ideal for Australia high failure sensitivity, higher fuel consumption um, and high dust load for the catalyst, obviously going through the exhaust.
2: Mm. Would it defeat to fit the purpose to... I mean, obviously it must offset what the fuel, lesser fuel consumption is for
1: it to be in, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, the cost of it as well, adding blue to a vehicle, like increases the costs of everything you have to pay for and yep. in terms of like mechanical stuff failures and all that like it's just more but the positives environmental all that kind of stuff
2: yeah I'm sure there's other ways you could do that without something complicated like that let's just let's just find a complicated way of doing this you know
1: Mm. Um, it's interesting
0: it's it's interesting like I actually did know a lot about the Wild Track X it's interesting that uh, I forget his name but his yeah Bailey Bailey. Oh no, sorry, not Bailey. Um Joe. Joe. Is it just a Wild Track X
1: thing that he's uh, like that he wanted to know about? Yeah, sort of he's thing? just after the like if we know much about the Wild Track X model and why yeah, it's okay. required to have AdBlue. Yeah, I don't know. And now
0: we've I've just gone sidetracked onto AdBlue, to be honest.
1: Mm.
0: I'm just looking at the different like I actually don't know what the Wild Track X came with over a Wild Track or you know, X L T, but mm. it seems to just be all sort of just all like but, flashing, right? You know? Yeah, the aesthetics and, um, you know, different... top, Like, you know, it comes standard with the all-terrain yeah. general grabbers and... Here's another thing.
1: Built there's a position-sensitive dams. There's a worldwide shortage of AdBlue. Oh,
2: there you go. There you go. wonder how...
1: Which shows how important AdBlue is because all the cars that have AdBlue, but it's also like...
0: The trucks as well. Yeah, what What the fuck? Yeah. A little rabbit hole on AdBlue.
1: Yeah, it is a bit. Oh, I mean, you- like, you can get removal kits... Um, You can delete it from the ICO program and there's like companies that sell um, like an AdBlue delete system. So you can delete it, but I don't know whether that brings, yeah, it just don't get a car with AdBlue.
2: It's kind of like, uh, it doesn't suit the Australian conditions to do AdBlue. There are other ways of doing what they're trying to do. It makes sense in like maybe a European country because everything you know they try and make
1: yeah mission standards
2: shit complex and stuff and that, that's probably how it come up to meet their standards because they we're well ahead of standards than we, we are here yeah but given the vast distances and stuff like ele- electrical vehicles are not going to work in Australia for a very long time when you are crossing vast distances
1: yeah. Which is why like, we're yeah. quite keen to talk a lot about hybrid cars and the 48 volt and the Toyota Hilux and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. We've covered a lot of this
0: in the past. And yeah. Ad- AdBlue is one-third urea. So there's been an export restriction led um, to a global shortage of technical-grade urea. Um, yeah, so the Australian diesel exhaust fluid manufacturers were facing difficulties securing supply. So there Unreal. you go.
1: The more you know, hey. Yeah, that interesting. Was a little... If anyone knows more about that, that'd... that was I'd a love deep to hear about that. Yeah. Well, Sorry yeah, about that,
2: the more, it's one of those things. The more we look into it, the more ridiculous it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just like those uh, freeway fridges. Just save that for another
0: time. Yeah, please. Yeah. That, that does my head in. Maybe we'll talk about that in that. Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's wrap this up. The music. Will be by the Southern River Band. Let it ride to see us out. Uh, socials of Four Wheel Drive Podcast on Instagram. Get in touch with us. Tell us all about Victoria. I'd love to hear about it. All our episodes over on Backchats YouTube. We'll see you next time. Hola. Hola.
2: Huh? Hola. Oh shit.